I'm I'm rolling stoned, man. <laughs> Dude, someone probably said that in like 1967 and yeah. got the shit kicked out of them. Yeah. Just like, like in a not funny way either. Yeah. Like, oh man, I'm so rolling stoned. And then just like five or six like linemen from like Ohio State just beat the shit out of that yeah. guy. Why you why you smoking <laughs> reefer? Yeah, we don't we don't truck with that around here. No, no, man. This is Columbus. This, yeah. Yeah. Dude. Oh man. Dude, I saw something so dark yesterday. Like <laughs> driving like out of Whitesburg. It was a um I, I don't believe it. Dude, it was uh in the windows of MCHC. It said if you're looking for a sign to live, here it is. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole that the, the sign was the sign. If you're looking for a sign to live, this is it. This is it. That's what it was. This is it. So like the fact they're saying the fact that you read that sign. Yeah, it's the reason you should want to live. You should want to live. Which is is like funny because it's like how many times like this the same place that like where I went one time and they were like in the middle of a ransomware attack from like Russia. <laughs> And they had no access to computers, and so they asked me to like look something up on my phone on WebMD. Hey, like, man, uh, <laughs> that's the place. The doctor asked you that. Yeah, MCHC. For those who don't know, is the doctor's office. Mountain it's, Comprehensive Healthcare. That's where everybody goes. It's a massive health corporation, and it's like in the windows. Like, if you're looking for a sign to live, yeah, this is it. Oh, it's like of all the signs, if of all the things I needed to see. To stay alive, that's the literally the last one. Like MCHC that, telling me "Don't kill me" is about as sure a sign that I probably need to kill myself. <laughs> this is—I'm sorry, guys. This is sending me in the opposite direction. It's almost a it's sick, well-intentioned, but it's almost a sick joke. Yeah, yeah. It's like don't kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. We <laughs> we offer mental health counseling on a sliding scale. <laughs> Dude, the mental health counseling that I received there, like, no shade. I'm, uh, I assume no one from Whitesburg even listens to this shit anymore. But like, the mental health counseling that I did receive there was insane. How so? <laughs> I was like, well, first of all, you you have to at least wait in the lobby for at least two to three hours. Like, I would wait in the lobby so well, that's long. That's just to break you down to build you back up, though. <laughs> It's a war of attrition, you know? I would watch entire movies, like two movies, on the TV in the lobby. They'd always have, like, Lifetime Channel on or something. And I would watch, like, two entire Lifetime Channel movies. You'd like watch, like, Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there were movies about, like, you know, men going off to war and mothers befriending the wives of the soldiers completely unrealistic stuff no you know what i mean because like we all know it's happening really yeah when you you go off to war your wife's getting rogered by somebody else (laughs) that's just what it is you know yeah there was none of that in these movies yeah unfortunately yeah but anyways you, you first of all you have to just even just getting in in the first place is a sisyphean task you have you say sisyphean I say Sisyphean sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is it all right to say that? No, no, no. It's, uh, I uh, mentioned that to a friend the other night, and we weren't sure if people... I wasn't sure if people say that. Oh, people say it. Okay. Oh, people... Oh. Oh, oh. 
Oh, oh he coming. Oh, people are... Oh, he coming <laughs> up the hill <laughs> with the rock. <laughs> oh, he coming. P- P- yeah. Oh, oh Lord. He coming. <laughs> yeah, people say it. Okay. Uh, and, um, and then once you get in there, my, my therapist would quite... When she wasn't like fighting off literal police officers who were bringing in people who like missed their drug court mandated drug tests she was literally like venting to me about her job like i was her therapist i was like wait hold on a second i like i literally went in there to be her therapist it'd be hilarious if you just <laughs> had her prescription pad and just wrote her yeah it's like come back and see me in <laughs> two weeks <laughs> Dude, it was like it was very surreal. <laughs> it was extremely surreal. And then they send you to the psychiatrist, who's not the same thing as the counselor, like a right. clinical psychologist. That's an say, MD. Yeah, they send you to the psychiatrist, who then like gives you all fucking kinds of prescriptions, yeah. like anything you want, basically. Yeah. So they gave me like Lamictal and Wellbutrin and like uh, Trazodone for sleeping, and dog. Everybody's getting trazodone to sleep with. Yeah, that sucks. I'm not a fan. Interesting. Fuck that. I don't need no fucking sleep aid, dude. Fuck I had that. a psychiatrist as a GP for a little bit. Yeah? Yeah. Shout out Peter Oliver, Prestonsburg. She's like, you're bloody mental, mate. <laughs> your, your shit's all fucked up. You're bloody mental. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what she said? Oh my! Your GP psychologist? No, it, it was Peter Oliver. Was his name? John Oliver? No, Peter Oliver. He's oh. a very handsome man. I was like, man, I want to teach. Here's I, what I, I, I here's heard... here's what I here's my goals for treatment. I want to get like you, brother. Yes, <laughs> a British HBO pundit. <laughs> yeah. I just heard John Oliver when you said Peter Oliver. Oh man, uh, yeah. man. Um, so I've been thinking about. Well, like we were talking in the car about these legacy bands. Yeah, Ezra. yeah. I'm I'm George Thurgood. Yeah, I'm George Thurgood, and we support the state of Israel. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, <clears throat> a nitty gritty dirt band, and tonight <laughs> we're going fishing in the dark in the River Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> you and me going fishing in the dark in the River Jordan. <laughs> Um, what did they? Wh- who? Uh, who's saying we built this city on? Was that Jefferson Airplane? Jefferson Starship? Uh, we built this. We city. built this city on Abraham's bones. <laughs> How's that? That's good. What's another good one I could do here? Um. Okay, so there's George Thurgood. We the funniest thing would be like '80s hair metal bands for Israel. Bad to the bone. I'm hello. I'm Don Dawkins, and I just want to. <laughs> I just, I just like to come out and first of all condemn Hamas. <laughs> just right off the bat, first thing, the first thing, the yeah. very first. Thing. Everybody there, like a bunch of people in their fifties, there, ready to see, like you know, uh, Rat and Dawkins and uh-huh. Winger, and they're like, first of all, first, let's get name, it all out of the way. My name's Kip Winger, and first things first, I full. Heartedly condemn the actions of Hamas uh-huh. on October seventh. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, Kip Winger. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, 
Who's saying eight six seven five three oh nine? Is that Tommy Two Tone? Uh, Everybody get ready for the end of time. <laughs> <laughs> eight six seven five three oh nine. <laughs> Israel, they've got your number. Did I? I don't know about you, but um. The amount of fervor and energy coming from the evangelicals on this is wild. I mean, I saw something the other day, like a Facebook status that was like, Satan is disturbed. Satan always gets disturbed when something happens in the Holy Land in Israel. Oh my God. Like, I want to pick a, a parcel of the land of the world. And like every time something pops off there, just start. Oh man, this is disturbing. Listen, or, man. Satan is disturbed. Listen, like the devils. Listen, <laughs> when uh, Finland ratifies some trade agreements <laughs> with Denmark, that's when. That's when the devil is. That's like, when the devil's most active. That's when the veil is the thinnest. Like in their minds, they literally think that the devil is down there. Like, oh man. Oh man, he's oh, sweating. He's, he's like, Jesus <laughs> is coming back. He's sweating it. They're attacking there's... the state of Israel. <laughs> My God. Which makes no sense, right? Because if they think Hamas is a force for the devil, why would, why would, and the devil is right. going to be defeated, why would he hasten his defeat? Why would he do that? Like, well, he would be trying to make peace in the Middle East. He would be. The devil would be trying to make peace in the By Middle East. By their logic. But, right. You know? Right. Yeah. But you know what's funny? For people so paranoid about signs and wonders, these are the most incurious people on earth. Yeah. You know? Because mm-hmm. it's like uh, they just cannot, can't, like, you know, like my whole life people told me, oh, man, Satan comes in ways you don't even, you won't even know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, same. And then they just will not countenance the fact that Benjamin Netanyahu may be Satan. <laughs> They're like, no, <laughs> no. This man's sitting here saying, literally, <laughs> we are the children of light. They're the children of dark. And then bombing the hell out of children in hospitals. And they're like, yeah. Nah, I couldn't be. Nah. <laughs> nah. nah. No. Like, what's the most random spot on Earth? Like, I'm trying to think. Like, I guess there's Antarctica and Arctic Circle. But, like, um. Or what about when the, uh, what about well? This seems like this happened five years ago. But remember the submarine? Yeah, that seems quaint now. Doesn't you it? mean when the the sub- submarine imploded? Imploded. Or the yeah. billionaire killed his mistress Kid. on the submarine and then tried to hide it. Remember that one? Well, a lot of weird stuff's going on in submarines the last five six yeah. years. Yeah. I mean, the billionaires doing their little tour of the Titanic and then it imploding. Right. Uh, yeah. So it's like um, uh, somebody was like. It's a sign. It's a sign. Yeah, when the ti- <laughs> when 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 the Ocean's Gate uh, uh, makeshift submarine tourism company when their thing blew, so did one of the trumpets of the apocalypse. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, if you look at the chronology, I love when Christians will tell you they'll be like, "You need to start watching." Uh huh. You need to start watching. I've been watching. I've been watching for a long time. I've been watching more than they have. Do you remember Y2K? Yeah. Era? I'll never forget. I was watching an interview with Usher Raymond. And it was their, 
MTV's lead up. Like Woodstock 99 had just happened. And a lot of people took that as one of the signs of the end. Yeah. And Woodstock? Retros- yeah. You're right. All the carnage that happened at Woodstock 99. They were like. The devil was. He was active. He was active. Yeah. He was. He was very active was at Woodstock active. 99. Yeah. yeah. Well, I watched a, an interview with. They were just interviewing different artists about like what, you know, like what's this brave new world that we're entering. And I remember uh, Usher got on there and said, you better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pout, I'm telling you why. <laughs> Jesus Christ is coming <laughs> to town. Like, Usher was a Bible-believing Christian at one so point. So he, he knew the devil was active at Woodstock yeah, yeah. 99. Yeah, he knew the devil was active at Woodstock 99. Yeah. But he would be befallen by the same demon that got Marvin Gaye. Uh-huh. That is... I want to follow God, but I'm extremely horny oh, yes. and gorgeous and Dude. talented. <laughs> that's the big. That's the worst curse that can happen to you. You want to be a man of God, yeah. But you're too like good. it's in your heart to be. It's in it. your banner. It's in your heart, but you're too good looking, and you're too horny and too talented. And too talented. Yeah. Three strikes, really. Yeah. We know this land is two thousand years old. <laughs> Let's see what's what'd be another good one. There was um uh oh shit. What what did Bach, Bachman Turner Overdrive have? What B- did they, BTO? Yeah, what did BTO have? What is BTO song? Uh The Bulls back in town. That's Thin Lizzy. Oh or was that jailbreak? No, 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 no. That was Thin Lizzy. No, I got it. I got it. All right. <clears throat> <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. What would what would somebody want in this conflict? What would somebody want? What does Israel what does Israel essentially want in this conflict? They <laughs> They just want the I don't hear. We reject the lines of nineteen sixty three. What song is this? Oh, wait a second. This is money for nothing and <laughs> money oh, for nothing in the land for free. In the land money for nothing in the land for free. <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm sure that that was probably put forward in a treaty at some point. Ariel Sharon probably put that in a treaty. <laughs> He's like, yeah, listen. We, we we want money for nothing, and we want the land for free. <laughs> Yasser Arafat spits out his tea. He's it's like, like God damn it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did you see the fucking memes? Like um, the Voldemort meme that they made? Very strange. Oh, my God. Yeah, very strange. God, dude, what what is happening? I don't know. It's a very it's it's a failure of imagination in a lot of ways, and it's like they're trying to fight this sort of rhetorical battle on the grounds of a thirteen year old's mind. Right. You know what I mean? True. Yeah. Like they're trying to target the Zoomers. You think that's what it is? It has to be. See, I think they're trying to target Gen Xers. And up, I think so. Yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah, I guess Harry Potter's not. Bachman really. Turner Overdrive. BTO. <laughs> dire Straits. I, I say that like w- imagine Bachman Turner Overdrive is like super pro Palestine, and they hear this. Uh, like, wait, no, 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 no. no. Fuck yeah, you! Got you, you guys. Are... You two got me <laughs> fucked up. Uh huh. Yeah, Dire Straits. Yeah, it's yeah. like whoa, whoa, guys, guys, guys. 
from we, the from the river to the sea. Yeah, what, what do you think Dire, from, the name Dire Straits from, came from? From the river to the sea, the money for nothing and the chicks for free. <laughs> <laughs> he got me fucked up over there. Uh, I like the practice of calling the main guy in every band, like the band name. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Ronnie yeah. Van Zandt is just Leonard Skinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Bachman Turner Overdrive is just one man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the memes are weird. The uh, that that meme in and of itself was very very strange. It had Voldemort. This was very obviously AI generated. You yeah. could tell they plugged it into the AI generator. Yeah. Voldemort looking at his cell phone, and it said Hamas equals ISIS. And it said, they shall not be named, or something like that. They that shall not be named. They that shall not be named. Yeah. Are you serious? Also, another funny thing is that, like, I saw a poll yesterday that um, showed, kind of, like, broke down by age, like, how many people support giving more arms to Israel and who support a ground invasion and troops on the ground. And I know this is not an original point by any means, but it is pretty funny that the older you get in these age groups, the more support there is for war. Isn't it funny how the, like, the people who have less likelihood of fighting in the wars are, like, are the ones that are more likely to support should, the war. Y'all should just do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, people who... Ha- like Yeah, that's awfully damn convenient. Right, right, right. <laughs> just like... They, 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 what do you think that is? Why do you think that is? Why Maybe is it their that, stocks do better during wartime. Maybe. You know... Hard right. to say, or or it's more. It just makes you seem like you're more, uh, you know, uh, you know, like you're more, you're real. Yeah, you know I mean, like you, you don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I support war. <laughs> you know who I support? I support absolute carnage. <laughs> that, like that's been that's the, what America's voted. That for. has been the message this week. Yeah. Like the fact that nobody can bring themselves to say the word ceasefire, that it has become this. Why awful, can't they say? They that? can't say it. That's like the most like you, one would think. That's the most like f- like fence straddling. Like, yes, but respected opinion. Yes, just like, stop if the you're, war. If you're in a, right. if you're a politician and you're scared to death to rankle one side or the other, calling for a ceasefire, nobody's gonna be like, oh fuck that guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But for some reason. It, it's yeah it's like when how did we get to a position to where like even saying like i think the killing should stop that, is, that's that's just verboten non- yeah, yeah 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 yeah. i think yeah yeah uh uh you know silence the violence and or, you know you can't even you have to start from the position literally if you're a politician or in the media you literally have to start from the position that israel can kill as many people as much as they want. As much as they, that's yeah. the position you start from. I, uh, it's the, I love what they do. Is I don't really love it, but just you know what I'm saying. They go. Israel has the right to defend itself, uh-huh. but they must recognize that innocent Palestinians are not Hamas, which I'm sure the IDF has taken to heart. Right. Yeah. Like, well, Definitely. you know you. You you make a good point, Bernie Sanders. I, George Thurgood, you make a good you make point. a strong you make some you makes you and the destroyers make some good points up there. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, God damn, it's it's pathetic, man. Well, I mean, honestly, Bernie Sanders can't say it. I mean, yeah, it's just an embarrassment. I I am genuinely just disgusted 
that the president can go out there and say, well, we we think that Hamas is not representative of all Gazans and, Ga- and Palestinians. And then turn around and say that they're like a bunch of lying, yeah. padding their stats tricksters. Dude, it is honestly, that to me is so disgusting. Like, just say what the fuck you mean. Yeah. Go, go and get out of here and lie and do Don't this bullshit. Don't be some mealy like, mouth pussy. Say that, like, listen, I would let Benjamin Netanyahu fucking uh, carpet bomb my ass if he wanted to. Yeah. You know. It's, I don't know, dude. It is very strange. Like, it is. it shows that they know that there is a right and moral position here. Yeah. But that they cannot bring themselves or refuse to bring themselves to it or whatever. Well, and then the thing, the crazy thing about it is, is what nobody can answer is like, well, well, how many innocent lives are enough? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. How many innocent lives are enough? You've you've already killed double what Hamas killed. Is that not enough? Oh, at this point, triple. Triple. I mean, is that not, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. when does this shit stop? Man. And honestly, that to me is what is so, I don't know, man. I listened to this podcast the other day, and for like 24 hours, I was like, maybe I am a dumbass. I don't know shit about the world, but it was a pod, it was a, it was a podcast about how America's saved. <laughs> no, it's. Well, it wasn't quite that the the premise of it, and I'm not going to say what it was or who was on it, but uh, the the basic premise was that leftists don't have any real conception or theory of imperialism. That like we just take the American exceptionalism argument and invert it, so that everything America does instead of being good is bad, and that that's the common like sort of idea of a, of imperialism on the left, and that it's like a kind of like vulgarization and all this. And I was like, well, let me just stop you right there. When somebody tells you something is a vulgarization, uh-huh. nine times out of ten, that person either needs to have their ass whooped or get some pussy. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to say that. Fair enough. Carry on. Fair enough. Uh, so, yeah. So I was like, okay, maybe I'm a dumbass. Because I, I do tend to do that. I am like on some fuck America shit most of the time. Because I do generally live by the... Principle that there like, are there are worse suppositions than just yeah. everything we do is bad. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, I do tend to live by the motto "Goddamn America," as uttered by the Reverend, Reverend Jeremiah. The Reverend Wyatt. Jeremiah Wyatt, right? I do think that he was spitting there. He was. But but, and so, you know, sometimes you're like, okay, I'm a dumbass, man. I just I just kind of buy into this like cool kid leftism where I just like say fuck America, man. But then, like, this stuff like this happens, and, like, what's so disgusting about America isn't... Oh, yes, okay, it is obviously the fact that we've, like, turned the fucking world into a charnel house and, like, basically given rise to forms of Nazism all over the world by our insatiable bloodthirsty quest to destroy communism. Oh, is there all that? But to me, what I find so absolutely morally repugnant and disgusting about this country is that it tries to aspire to loftier ideals, ideals than, that. than instead that. Of just, instead of just calling it what it instead is. Instead of just doing the thing. Right. And that's the thing. I would have way more respect for these fucking jackals if they just did the fucking thing yeah. rather than getting out here and saying like, oh, well, we understand Palestinians aren't the same as, God, as Hamas and all this. It's like, shut the fuck up. Just do uh, what, support what your that, fucking little, you know, what's war that? Mom. What is that functionally doing for Palestinians? Yeah, nothing. 
They're still getting massacred, and you're like, well, you know, that's... What what it is... Joe Biden could have stopped this on day one. I guarantee you, Tom, it is 100% so that in 50, 60 years, once the dust is settled, quote-unquote, I don't know how this is going to shake out. Nothing is inevitable. But regardless, every fucking time that you bring this back up and say, oh, well, the Democratic Party did this, you'll have some fucking nitwit twerp... Yeah, it's a hedge. A Will Stancil Stancil uh, will say, well, look, though, they they support... They said that the Palestinians worked the same thing as Hamas, and you do not support... You you can't say that. It's like, bro... And if you say it now, then the right way might... Here's what I'll say. I'll say, listen, Stancil Jr., you wasn't there. (laughs) You wasn't there. (laughs) And they'll use it as a cudgel to say, like, oh, well, you I'll must support. Your, your father put me in the rubber room. <laughs> All right. <laughs> By being a little twerpish pussy, he put me square in the goddamn rubber room. Well, I ain't having it no more, Stancil. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> I mean, it just drives me fucking crazy. We have to stop talking about that dude, by the way. That is one thing we got. His stop power talking. grows every day. We have day. to stop talking about that. Guy. I don't know how he became the menswear guy of politics, though. <laughs> it's like st- you can't escape the motherfucker. I don't know why. We have to. St- everybody needs to block him in mass. Yeah, I blocked him. I have. I can't. St- I can't do it anymore. I know. He said as soon as he said leftist podcasts are getting out of hand. I like went to the closet and I put a few bullets in the old three fifty seven and I spun them and I was like. All right, Terrence. Miss. All right. <laughs> I pulled the trigger three times. <laughs> Nothing missed all three times. So I was like, fuck. <laughs> just that that's a thought that someone would have in the universe that like leftist podcasts are getting out of hand and causing mass chaos and disinformation. I was like, I don't know if I can live in the world anymore, man. Yeah, like right. d- d- the world has become such a pussy getting desert. It's a Sahara. That's yeah. it. <laughs> Just like this is the golden age of getting pussy if you're just like reasonably cool, you know, dude. Yeah, like that really fucked with me. It's like, man, people are not getting laid enough, and that's sad. Yeah, I support sex and sex having. Yeah, and people need to do it more, or else you wind up like that. Oh my god, (laughs) you don't want to wind up like that, (laughs) (laughs) lest you show up at the DMV and they're like. Tom Stansel? <laughs> no, no, Sexton. No, it says here you're Tom Stansel. No, Sexton. No, when, sir, when's the last time you had sex? Well, 2019. Yeah, you're Tom Stansel. Yeah, you're Stansel now. <laughs> it's, like, it's like how in Game of Thrones, if you're born a bastard, you're like a snow. Yeah. If you're a virgin, or not a virgin, but if you're just going through a three-plus-year dry spell, you become a Stansel. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's just the hypocrisy of this fucking nation that drives me fucking crazy. And that's the thing. It's like, I'm always gonna... As an American citizen, I have a right to call out how disgusting this fucking shit is. And so, is it is it like unscientific and unhistoric to say that America is the root of all bad things in the world? Yes. However, spiritually... That'd be the English. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would be the English. They're the ones... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're we are at the root of like seventy nine to eighty percent of all. We we yeah we're yeah. we're not even scratching the surface of the evil of the British Empire. That's true. That is very true. We're working on it. We are. Trust me, on we're it, working yeah. on it. But I mean, but that's the thing. It's the, they the, existed a long time before us. Yeah, though. the whole thing all week has just been trying to maximize. Dude, that one press conference the white house press briefing where the the guy the press secretary says uh 
Did you see the two side by side? I didn't see the two side by side. I saw you sent it. Yeah. What did he say? I say it's like one of what the first one's him talking about Gaza. The second one's him talking about Ukraine. They're just juxtapose those two things. Okay. All right. The first one is. This is war. It is combat. It is bloody. It is ugly, and it's going to be messy. And innocent civilians are going to be hurt going forward. I wish I could tell you something different. I wish that that wasn't going to happen. Uh, but it is it is going to happen. And uh, that doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it uh, d- dismissible. It, it doesn't mean that we aren't going to still I- express concerns about that and, and do everything we can to help the Israelis do everything they can to minimize it. Uh, but... Uh, but that's that's we're gonna that, help the aggressors do everything dude, they can to minimize that it. sentence to that fucked me up we're gonna help them do everything they can to minimize it it's like you might as well just take that the opposite meaning well i mean it also you're also like tacitly implying that these are bloodthirsty butchers yeah too, you know? yeah 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 exactly okay this was his statement on ukraine i guess it's hard to look at what he's doing Putin. in ukraine what his forces are doing in Ukraine and think that any um, uh, ethical, moral individual could justify that. His tone is the same. It's difficult to look at the... Is he crying? (laughs) Is he crying? Sorry. He's crying. to look at some of the images and imagine that any well-thinking serious mature leader would do that so i can't talk to his psychology but uh, i think we can all speak to his depravity holy shit that's crazy he cried that's in a little one's... ableist too honestly that is a little ableist towards putin what what did he say so i can't speak to his psychology his psychology that's no way to talk about an autistic <laughs> Is he autistic? I thought Elon Musk was autistic. I can't. A lot of people say Putin's autistic. Why did they say that? I don't know. That's just a theory that was floated. That was a theory that was floated? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I'm just reporting the news here, man. I don't know. Oh, my God. What? Have anybody ever. Are there any theories out there floating around there about my psychoanalytic composition diagnosis? On Reddit, yeah. <laughs> oh, is there? <laughs> no. I, oh, that guy's regressive disorder personality. What yeah. is, I don't even know. What textbook, textbook. Textbook, progressive, regressive. Progressive, regressive. That, that guy's textbook's progressive, regressive. Yeah. <laughs> that does sound like uh, something like Lennon would have made up to slander one of his opponents. <laughs> You're progressive, regressive. <laughs> yeah. I am, yeah, textbook, progressive, regressive. Uh... Dude, that's crazy. Even his tone was the same. Yeah. It's so bizarre. He's like, he's, you know, spelling it out too blatantly. It's like literally talking about their same actions in both situations, but he's endorsing the actions in one In one, and the other saying, yeah. yeah. And the other, he's like doing crocodile tears, and the other is saying, I wish it wasn't so, but. That to me, yes, that, okay, this gets at the fucking thing here, which is that like, Okay, state actors across the world are always, they always have their own agenda. They're always going to say things that they don't necessarily mean at, at one right. place and things that they do mean in another place. But, like, I can't think of any other fucking country other than maybe France that has these absurdly lofty, idealistic goals 
of equality. Egalite. Yeah. Egalite. Like, but like fraternity. in every single aspect makes people's lives absolutely fucking miserable. I would have way more respect for it if the whole premise of it was just like, fuck you. If that was what our constitution was, just said, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> just like, we're going to grind your life in a fucking dirt, you little fucking piss Worms. Yes, you little worms. I would have way more respect for that rather than like having to wake up every day and pretend like there's some fucking like moral center or foundation. Like, yeah, we're there. the lighthouse, a city on the hill where the sun is always yeah. shining, you know. And that, And as an American citizen, I get to decry that. Hey, listen, that's in the book. It's in the book. That's right there. That's our, that's, hey, that's my rights. That's my rights. <laughs> <laughs> that's my rights, man. That's my rights. Not for nothing. Now that I'm going to write Netanyahu, comma, B I'm, as a dependent on my tax form this year, <laughs> I'll say whatever the hell I want about Israel. Netanyahu <laughs> and Zelensky. As long as I'm footing the goddamn bill, you'll keep your fucking mouth shut, Net- Netanyahu. <laughs> Dude, you're right. Netanyahu and Zelensky. He's a welfare queen. There's two welfare queens. Yeah. He's a welfare queen come cult leader. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we've not countenanced is that uh, Netanyahu doesn't have a historical parallel unless it's like Jim Jones. And Jim Jones is was, you know, ten times moral <laughs> more moral person than Netanyahu. Netanyahu. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And, uh, yeah, and he made everybody drink cyanide Kool-Aid, so. I don't know, man. It is it is really wild that the, the political culture, as far as I understand it anyways, in Israel, has gone so far to the right that it, that Netanyahu is supposed to be, anyways, like the sort of voice of reason. But you've got, like, Benny Gantz and, like, all these other people that, are like, are, I mean, Netanyahu is blood and soil insane, who would be but, his analog in American politics, would you say? Father Coughlin. <laughs> I guess. But like, and there was an actual leader, like oh, a state yeah. in the oh, state, like, like an elected, state. yeah. Like fucking George Wallace? George Wallace probably, probably. was the best. Yeah, I, that's who I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Just an absolute brute. Yeah. But the thing is, you kind of got the sense of George Wallace that he was a coward. But yeah. Netanyahu is a coward, too, right? Well, what's the yeah. image of George Wallace like... Like, kind of at the end, he was like this old broken down man. That yeah, he said he recanted everything. Yeah. But that's because he became to say, he, someone tried to shoot him. Yeah. Remember? That's right. he, yeah there yeah. was an assassination attempt. Assassination attempt. Yeah. Which will happen. <laughs> that will happen if you say those things in public. <laughs> there's, right. a, there's a high likelihood someone will yeah, try to take people, a shot. Especially in a country where yeah. people love guns. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't really know. The that gun. was a wild thing. Yeah, we were in a fucking mass shooting yesterday, and there, and it, nobody's Nothing. even thinking about. It. No, yeah. I I texted you about it last night, and then called my brother, and then when I got off the phone with him, I like reopened Twitter, and no one was talking about it at all. I was like, whoa, yeah, man, oh, shit, fucking, yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, I made a joke on Twitter, and then I looked at like two minutes. I was like, should I take it down? Do we need like? Or did these happen so frequently? What was your joke? I don't even remember, but it just felt like it was like after the news of 20 people dead, it felt a little Mm. in poor taste to be Uh doing yuck yucks. That's the thing, man. We live in an era where it's kind of in poor taste to be doing yuck yucks. But that's the the problem here is that um, the more scared I get, 
about the future of the world in my own safety, the more I'm probably going to joke about it. Yeah. is That's the catch 22 here, yeah. you know? Um, because that's how I process and deal with pain and uncertainty. Yeah. I have to laugh about it like a, like a, like Pagliacci. <laughs> I love it when people do that, like profound shit about comedy. Yeah. When, you know what I mean? Yeah. To like the world is full of pain and I just want to make people laugh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only sale for humanity. <laughs> The yuck yucks. It's the yuck yucks. Right, right, right. We have Jester's privilege. Jester's privilege. Yeah. Yeah. So, can't <laughs> shoot us. <laughs> Jester's privilege. Jester's privilege. Yeah. Is that true? I mean, like, did, 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 was that a thing in, in history? Yeah, like the king's jester. So, could was he. Make, the, could make fun of him, his wife, the whole family, but he was the only one. He's the only one. Yeah, so, it's like. Jester, it was actually called Jester's privilege. Was that the first example of privilege in all society? Maybe look it up. Look up Jester's privilege. Like, was were people telling tab, tab daddy Jester's privilege? Were people trying to get the Jester to acknowledge his privilege? <laughs> Maybe like, man, you don't know how fucking good you got it. You can call that son of a bitch a fat slob, fat needle dick fuck to his face, and he just sits there and slaps his knee. I'd do it. <laughs> he cuts my fucking hand off, and makes me go work in the fields. That is true. Yeah. Eccentric hats in a motley pattern. Jesters are often thought to have worn brightly colored clothes and eccentric hats in a motley pattern. I don't know. You're gonna catch me eating some pussy in a jester hat. <laughs> <laughs> Bells are ringing. Their modern counterparts usually mimic this costume. Jesters entertained with a wide variety of skills. Principal among them were song, music, storytelling, but many many others also employed acrobatics, juggling, telling jokes. And performing magic tricks. If you come to one of our shows, you'll see me do some acrobatics in a while. That's true. We're going to fire you out of a cannon. <laughs> Jester's privilege is the ability and right of a jester to talk and mock freely without being published or punished. As it, or, <laughs> no, that, that be, or that. <laughs> That's today. That's how it is today. You're not going to get published. As an acknowledgement of this right, the court jester had symbols denoting their status and protection under the law. Dude, <laughs> you really did. It was like that, um, you know that social justice meme that goes around a lot that's like got the three people standing at a baseball field oh, fence. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like inequality. Equality. equality. Equity. Equity, yeah. Ripper, I don't even know the fucking, but that's what it was. It's like you had the jester standing on the tallest crates, like looking at the baseball field, and everybody was aspiring to that. Everybody else was aspiring to that. Yeah, uh huh. But then we got equity, and that was called capitalism. Yeah, and the jester got knocked down. The a jester peg got knocked down there. a peg. That's right. Yeah, he even quit wearing his cool hats. Yep, that is true. Mark on makeup, not on my watch, pal. No. You, you, <laughs> You're gonna do a tight five at a shitty club for an, <laughs> for an unforgiving crowd. <laughs> oh, what the fuck! A third jester associated with Charles the First was called Muckle John. <laughs> Muckle John, damn, damn. And that was the that was the debut Muckle of John. hillbilly comedy. Yeah, Muckle John. Muckle John was just out there saying, "Well, I'm hornier than a three peckered <laughs> possum in a peach patch," and everybody's just losing it. <laughs> Oh, God, isn't that guy so funny? Uh, why, did, why are pies? Why, why, he's the dang mango Mussolini. Oh. <laughs> Scores of fucking 
Elizabethan era Englishmen just losing their mind at proto Jeff Foxworthy comedy. There are two major groups when it comes to defining fools: artificial fools and natural fools. Natural fools consisted of people who were deemed mentally defective or as having a deficiency in their education experience or innate capacity for understanding. I did have a deficiency in my education. I was taught at a public school in Lee County, New Mexico. So I am a natural fool in some ways. Yeah, come by it honest. And stood as someone for the rest of society to laugh at. People do get... That is the premise of this show. Two undereducated fools allow you to laugh at them. Trying to ascend to the... To see over the fence. Trying to just see over the fence. Yeah. Two two jesters who lost their jester's privilege and are trying to get it back. This policy was not generally criticized during its time. Groups of people even saw this act as a positive one, as these natural comedians were not typically able to have a job or earn any sort of living on their own. So uh, let me ask you. So basically, here's what it was. You had the jesters, right? But then you had the fools. Yeah. And the fools were being laughed at. Yes. Whereas the jesters were being laughed, laughed with. Laughed with them, yeah. Damn. I, it's what I've wondered about this show. Are people laughing at us or with I us? I know there's been many people <laughs> laugh at me rather than with me. And I know that by some of the DMs I get. <laughs> They're like, hey, don't you find this? They'll like send me like a like a video of like <laughs> two holler guys fighting in like one of those rough and rowdy contests. I'm like, isn't this so funny? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it got in that, that wild, isn't it? <laughs> Uh huh, I get a lot of that. Oh, like that God. one lady that like does pap- papaw impersonations. She's got like eight thousand million fucking followers on yeah. Instagram. Hey, my papaw! People are like, ah, I love it. Here's <laughs> your originals, and people love that shit. They think it's the funniest thing ever. Oh my God! Hey, I just went down to the birthday cola double day tree. People love it. You know you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know. I'm gonna do a whole show like that. <laughs> Just in that character. Yeah, in that character. Um Yeah, there's some people that talk to me and I think they mean well, mm-hmm. but I think they think that I'm uh like I am, you know. What? You know what I'm saying. Like you're mentally deficient? Yeah. Like that there's something. Oh. Like I'm a novelty. I hate to break this to you. Uh, I, I hate that you have to find out this way. You think that too? You're mentally, you are mentally de- No, I don't think it. <laughs> oh, God. I know it. <laughs> I know for a fact. <laughs> I know for a concrete that fact. you are mentally deficient. <laughs> <laughs> Your psychiatrist told me. Damn. At MCHC. She said, if you're looking for a reason to live, here it is. Tom's mentally deficient. <laughs> and that was the first case of a natural <laughs> fool in Letcher County. Don't kill yourself just yet, Terrence. Your podcast could, could be it worse. It could be worse. Your podcasting partner is mentally deficient. Look at him. Look at it. He's a natural fool. <laughs> Look at it. He's what Charles I would have called a natural fool. <laughs> I'm just looking over there, just picking my nose. You've got, yeah, you've got like um, a heavy tome of a book, like Mark's Capital Three, and you, but it's like upside down. Yeah, and, you're just like, and then Matt, you see Mad Magazine dropping, <laughs> <laughs> like damn, that is literally how that is literally how I learn things. I put Mad Magazine in the middle of a theory book, break it up a little bit. Yeah, 
And I read a little bit of Mad Magazine. Yeah. And I put some old Playboys in there so that you got some titties. Get some, and then read Jimmy, Arter, Jimmy Carter's interview. Mm-hmm. I read Jimmy Carter's interview in Playboy. <laughs> I wonder what he was. I wonder what that was like. I wonder if they brought him into the place. Like, Mr. But, President, why don't but, you come to the mansion Playboy and mansion? be interviewed? Yeah. Well, I mean, I would have to imagine that when it came out, they brought him the, you know, the cut, the edition that it was in. Yeah. So they had to thumb through a bunch of titties to see. That is true. There, there are some presidential handlers that had yeah, to like yeah, yeah. gently tear this out of the yeah. magazine uh-huh. and thumb through some titties to give it to the president. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of titties, I was talking to my brother on the phone last night, and I was we were talking about Twin Peaks because he just watched it for the first time, uh, and he and I was like, dude, you got to watch Mulholland Drive. I was like, dude, there's a lot of titties in that movie. So there's some nice titties in that movie and he said he said you told me to watch this a few months ago and that was the exact same way you built it last time <laughs> you've become a pervy uncle i know <laughs> like dad there's a lot of titties in that movie <laughs> yeah man you're trying you're trying to give him some culture by winning <laughs> like, hey, man. i thought that'd be the hook i guess <laughs> yeah. i don't remember recommending it to him months ago like that but or guess- like like in this era of like uh you know just like insane amounts of porn just on demand yes and yes the dating apps philistine just and also rampant philistinism yeah i was yeah. like surely i can get him hooked with some titties <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's the good thing about David Lynch's movies is because, like, he's going to show some titties. Oh, yeah. There's going to be some titties in a David yeah. Lynch movie. Yeah. And you can get your younger brother to watch based on that. Yeah. Because he's going to like titties. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not <laughs> <laughs> just like, I just caught redhead. Oh, no. listen. The devil's active when you're recommending titty movies. That is true. Think about Woodstock '99, yeah. the carnage there. The devil was the devil was active, and you know what the common denominator was? Titties. Dave Matthews said, "It's <laughs> titties." I <laughs> <laughs> got the devil active. Damn, I don't know, man. You're on the hook, man. That's true. I was I was activating the devil. Yeah, he needs a little bit of help right now, though. I mean, I'm not, you know. Not on his side or God's side. I don't take his side. You're in the a free God. agent. I'm a the... free agent in the heaven hell, you know. Conflict. Where do yeah? Where are you? Where do you tend to lean? Well, or is it just you know that's internecine and I'm just gonna stay out of. <laughs> Let it. me say this: the geography of hell sounds way funner than heaven, right? Seems a little gaudy, heaven. So, I'm yeah. Because I was, my taste. It's like I was thinking about this the other day. So it's like, um, have Heaven a, seems a little 80s rich. That's the thing. It's like, I had a family member, which I often do, telling me to, that I need to accept God and that I'm not going to get to see her in heaven if I don't accept God. And I say, well, do you not remember when I was baptized? And she's like, well... Is that still good, Is that still good? And I'm like, I thought it was good for life. That was the Pascal's wager. Yeah. I thought I passed. Yeah. I thought I wagered. I wasn't planning on doing that shit forever. No. I just wanted to hedge, just wanted to hedge <laughs> all my bets, <laughs> get it out of the way, yeah. and then save by grace the rest of my life. Yeah. But now I'm questioning it because she made me question it. So, anyways, but so I was, you thought you were saved as early as a few thought, days ago? I thought I was as early as a few days ago, but now I'm, <laughs> the paper mark might be 
You can't just get saved and live any way you want to. Fuck, man. That's not what I want to hear. Uh-huh. I want to hear that the paperwork's still good. That the, it's not gone expired. It's like a vaccine record. Yeah. I thought I thought it was still good for life, but maybe not for afterlife. People, there's the uh, scholars are split on the issue. Mm-hmm. Be honest with you. Well, so anyways, I was thinking about it, and I was like, well, why does she want to see me in heaven anyways? Like, what, what is the point? Like, <laughs> You don't even come see me down here. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, but I got millennia <laughs> to fill out here, you know? <laughs> right. It's a, so I was like, what, what is the conception of heaven? And then I got to thinking about, like, when I was uh, in high school, and how one time when I was in high school, when I was in church, it was probably, it was probably the 10th or 11th grade, I was sitting in the front row at church, Surrounded by all my friends, and you know, the night before, is this we, the guy that burnt the condoms? This is not the guy that burnt the condoms. That's the sickest thing I've ever heard. This is not the guy that burnt the condoms to make a statement. <laughs> However, he was probably there. Uh, and what was uh, his name? Lonnie. Lonnie. Yeah. And um, and I started, and like, the the pastor was you know preaching, and I can't even remember what he was preaching about, but it sent me down a uh, a mental rabbit hole. I'm sure this happened to you all the time when you were younger. Because I started nah, thinking... I was a natural fool, huh? Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. You were <laughs> you're reading the Bible upside down, <laughs> Mad Magazine, and Playboy was yeah. falling out. Yeah. <laughs> what if someone read Playboy... <laughs> what if someone read Playboy, but, like, didn't want to... They didn't actually like titties or naked women at all, or naked people at all. Nah. And so they put the Bible in it so that they could actually read the Bible, but on the outside it was Playboy. Yeah, that seems like something you'd see in a chick track. Like this is the way the world is now. Or like Little Johnny's got to pretend to read titties, but that's what my mom did. She was like, "Listen, if you're ever at a party and you don't want to drink alcohol, <laughs> just get you a beer and pour it out and put water in it." <laughs> I said, "Sure thing." <laughs> that's my re- that's my recommendation for kids these days. Look, if you're at a party and everybody's forcing you to read Playboy magazine, just bring yourself a Bible and yeah. put the Bible in, <laughs> in the Playboy magazine. <laughs> you can read Paul's letter to the Ephesians while everybody else is reading Jimmy Carter's interview. <laughs> All your boys are just reading Jimmy Carter. <gasps> yeah. They're hard. Every single one of them <laughs> is hard as fuck. Hard as fuck. Uh, oh man! You're sitting there reading, uh, yeah, Paul's letter to the Romans, and everybody else is hard as rock reading Jimmy Carter's thoughts on the Iran hostage crisis. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Anyway, so I sit in church, and I was like sixteen or seventeen, and I started thinking about heaven, and I started thinking about afterlife, and then I started thinking about eternal life, and then my brain, you know, like my whole mind. I was like, oh, shit, you just live and you keep living and, and living and living and living. You know what I mean? Like, forever? Like, you got to worship God forever? And you guys want this? Yeah, like, I was like, you can't do anything else? Like, I mean, I guess I'm not entirely opposed to the eternal life, but, like, just doing one thing, like, worshiping God? Yeah. <laughs> you can't even, like, go play tennis or, like, Like, if I could have eternal up. life here <laughs> on the regular earth... <laughs> And it was like the Highlander. Like, to actually die, somebody has to cut my head off. Right. You know what <laughs> right, I mean? Right, right, right. Uh, which is, you know, what happened to those babies. And, right. And uh, they all became Highlander. They all became. Let's <laughs> <laughs> track that. I like that. <laughs> not, well, well, no, actually, that actually, doesn't make we, sense. It doesn't make sense because they didn't actually get beheaded. Right. 
There are there's still Highlanders. Right. Highlanders die when they get behaved. That's the only way you can kill a Highlander. Okay. You remember Adrian Paul? Which is ironic because no, who was Adrian Paul? He was the actor that played the Highlander. Oh. Okay. I am immortal. No man can be my equal. <laughs> it's like the opposite of a zombie. It's like you're full of life, but you're you still get, you know, if your head gets taken off, like you're done. You're done. You're, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you kill a zombie and a Highlander the same way, but. That's crazy. I mean, I guess it's. animated. Differently animated. The stakes get crazier the older you get. Like, you say you're 373 years old. Yeah. People are probably going to start trying to take your head off. Yeah. I guess unless every human's a Highlander. Yeah. I just, I just, the thought of worshiping God for eternity just really depresses me. Because it's, like, does God even want that? Surely he's tired of it by now. Hey, he's been doing it through the ages. A long time. And it's like, yes. Surely he let me go do other things. Yes. Wait, maybe that's the deal. Maybe heaven's, like, the best kept secret. Yeah. You get up there and he's like, actually, man, we don't do any of that stuff yeah. anymore yeah we this phase is, that out this is like vegas we've, re, we've reformed you can go get into whatever you want to pal yeah wait wait what wait i thought you were god i thought you were he's like well see okay we did some reforms and now the things that you do in this life determine what happens in the next one you're like what there's another one after this one yeah man it's like, not yeah. going forever this... not anymore <laughs> not since we ratified the <laughs> I think people in on Earth need to be updated on this. I yeah, think be, yeah. Like, He's like, shut the fuck up. No, no, shut no. the fuck up. Every stage comes with a different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he cuts your head off, and you go to the next one. <laughs> and then you go to the next. Yeah, because you were going to be a whistleblower. <laughs> <laughs> a heaven whistleblower. A heaven whistleblower. You're going to blow the whistle on heaven. <laughs> whoa, no, no. I got to yeah. go back to that. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey, buddy, no. Okay, so that's the thing. Though. We're a family here. Yeah. <laughs> There's our America. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was thinking about that. Like, people really do have the image of heaven. Like, it's just the the place with clouds. Like, imagine, like, if that was your conception of what happened after you died. Like, you just go to the place with a lot of clouds. Yeah. Like, imagine how boring that would be. Because my understanding of hell... Is there's a lake of fire? There's mountains. Probably. Very cool. Very cool. I like the say. I'm saying the geography looks a little different. At least there's ravine. We know there's ravines and rivers and mountains, but in heaven it's just like it looks like Kansas. But also too clouds. Listen, if you're worried about it being hot, that's sort of a corporeal problem. Yeah. If we're gonna be in a spirit form, do you really care that much? Does it really matter? Yeah. What happens? Do you get reanimated down there in a flesh form and then are subject to all the torments of the flesh? As long as I can go hiking. I've never understood that, but maybe that's because I'm a natural fool. It could be. Yeah. That might be the reason. When I was, when they were trying to teach about hills climate, I was just like, oh. <laughs> 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 Like, dude, things are so fucking stupid that I guarantee you there are classes about hills climate. Like, it's the same way that, like, Christians and the state of Israel... Both have their own, like evangelical Christians in America and the state of Israel have their own like little pseudoscientific like science projects in the same, you know who else did that? I hate to do this. Well, you know who else had their own sort of pseudoscientific like try, uh, attempts to legit, legitimize their entire history? That's right, folks. Adolf Hitler and the Nazis. That's true. They had all these like weird Greco-Roman. Yes. Bizarro. Trying to, trying to find 
continuities between like the Aryans. I was thinking about that earlier today because like the thing about Israel is it's clearly a white nationalist project, mm-hmm. but it's insulated from criticism because of the legacy of the Holocaust and what Jewish yeah. people have went through historically. Right. And it it's like they're clearly trying to like breed the perfect race of white Jewish person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we've talked about this before. It's like, they conveniently won't let Ethiopian Jews uh, seek right, refuge there. Right. Uh, Arab Jews, which they won't even acknowledge as a classification anymore, even though those would be the people with the most sort of, right. you know, uh, claim to that. Uh, Asian Jews, none of that. Can't do any of that. Yeah. But, you know, European... Jewish. Well, that's the thing. It is based. It is all based off of this. It's like fantasy. Yeah. It's like even Theodore Herzl, like the the sort of father of Zionism, openly admitted that Jewish people, as constituted in Europe, were not native to that area. That they would have to colonize it. That right. it would be a colonized project. Yeah. A project of colonization. I mean, it and it, and it and it the way that like the trajectory of it over time has been. Like I just started reading this book, so I don't want to like completely mangle the argument of it. Um, but it's called Revolutionary Yiddish Land, and it's about like socialist and communist, like the you know the Jewish Bund uh, in Lithuania, and like attempts at like Jewish radicalism through communism in the early twentieth century, and just like the dreams that people had for like a greater world that yeah. they saw either through communism. Or through integration and, and assimilation in Europe, and just build it, being able to build a sort of better society and humanity and everything, but just watching it just be completely warped and perverted over time to become this nah. absolutely genocidal war machine, nah. to the extent that like you had that one meme the other day, and Israel's been doing this for years, where they like basically like march out their like beautiful like busty blonde haired blue eyed women in the IDF and it's like all fetishized and it's like it's very weird but um I don't know I was just like could you imagine like getting in a time machine and taking that image back like the one that they posted the other day of those like Jewish women who were like straight up like yeah blonde haired blue eyed like taking it all the way back and showing that to someone in like the Jewish boon in like 1898 yeah. Like Julius Martov or something, yeah. just instantly fucking like boiling his brain. <laughs> just like what the fuck? Yeah. This is what this is what comes out the other end of this, <laughs> like a white supremacist project. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's simplifying it. I don't know. I don't. I don't live in Israel, but it definitely seems very much by the propaganda they're putting out. And that's the thing. That's the thing that kills me about the mainstream media, like. Hey. <laughs> that's what that's what kills me about the lamestream media. Is it kills me about them like parroting everything from Israel? Is that they never they like never report on the fucking cringe ass weird creepy genocidal memes and like statements like the children of light and sons of darkness or whatever yeah. from like it's all like they'll just basically parrot everything Israel says to the point that this week Biden was saying that he didn't even think he could trust the Gazan health ministry. On the number of deaths, did you see that? Yeah, I mean, it's like I don't know, man. It is. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is that, like, um, if you're in mainstream media, 
institution and you're publishing everything Israel says, like you gotta you gotta publish those cringe ass memes too, dog. You yeah, can't you selectively can't, leave that shit out. You can't pick and choose. No, you can't no, pick no, and choose. No. If you're just going to say everything you that they do say. You've got to AI Voldemort. You're going to have to do AI Voldemort. Yeah. I'm going to need to see that on the yeah, front page. No, of I New need York to Times. see AI Voldemort on the ro- <laughs> in the Rose Garden, bud. <laughs> I'm going to need to see that. You got to call it down the middle. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, well, you got a hard stop at five, right? Yeah. We're just at an hour. Okay. Let me share something with you, though, before we go. Okay. Um, well, I got two shout-outs this week. One shout-out is to Ben Holiday, who gave me some ice cream. My man, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Shouts out. A uh, second shout-out is from my man, Lloyd Tomlinson, who told me one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Um, <clears throat> so, um, in Lloyd Works... F- I probably shouldn't have said his name. God damn it. Hey, I'll just I, censor that out. Probably a lot of this you're gonna have to. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> go and pick through. And In the event that I do censor out his name, I have a buddy who is affiliated in some way with the Mine Wars Museum. Okay. In West Virginia. So you know how in the uh, Battle for Blair Mountain there was basically like the equivalent of Pinkertons. Yeah. They were called like the Baldwin Feltz Agency. Right. They were brought in to like fight the miners, basically. Right. Well, a man in his 80s who claims to be an heir of the like Baldwin Feltz family. And he apparently posts up outside of the Mine Wars Museum on a bench across the street from the museum and tries to take people on his own tours. Uh, he also rides around on a rascal scooter. Um, he's even come into the museum a few times. But what this guy does is he tries to convince people, he harangues people going in and out of the museum and tries to convince people that they need to hear the law enforcement perspective on the Battle of Blair Mountain. Oh, okay. That, like, the greatest number, I think something like, and I'm probably butchering this and I apologize, but a apparently a large amount of these, you know, police officers, detectives, got fucking got on yeah. the Battle of Blair Mountain. Yeah. It was, like, one of, like, the biggest single-day massacres of, like, cops. <laughs> Uh, you know, of cops. Yeah. And so, like, his, he's made it his life's mission. He's retired. So he's saying there was a genocide done. To cops. To cops. Yes. And he's offering... And, and he wants, like, truth and reconciliation. He wants truth and reconciliation. And that's the history that he's going to teach people. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's, that's wild. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got their own... Everybody's got. Everybody's their, living in their own reality. They got their own history, their own fully fleshed out version of history, and like who was in the right and who was in the wrong. No, nah. I just find that to be fascinating. And what I guess what I found so fascinating about it was that a there was it aims at like a historical cop identity. It's basically saying that like the identity of a cop goes back far in history, and there's continuity between now and even back then. And like, kind of like makes it all blatantly clear that cops just exist to like break strikes and protect private property. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and like that's what it just tacitly. I want to tell you something. There's not much more depressing thing that I can imagine than some old broken down guy drives a rascal scooter, <laughs> trying to retcon the Battle of Blair Mountain as like the cops being the ones that were in his retirement. Yeah. He could be like out there traveling the world, like writing a book, uh, yeah. tr- spending time with his family yeah, in yeah. retirement. Yeah, he but could no. be riding that rascal <laughs> scooter in Turks and Caicos, you know, but instead, 
He's haranguing people that visit the Mind Wars Museum. Yeah, to convince them that cops have it bad too. Yeah. And that the just miners, consider another. Yeah, just consider angle another. On consider this. another angle on the miners. Yeah. Maybe the miners weren't good. I love like the the pitch there is like, have you ever thought about the miners maybe not being good because they killed so many cops? Like, to the average American, they'd be like, damn, oh, I don't know. I, <laughs> that's that, put, that that puts <laughs> well yeah that puts well that puts a lot of uh, Americans at a tough place. You got two fetishized figures, the coal miner and the cop. <laughs> Which way, Western man? I would have to imagine that most Americans would choose the coal miner. Yeah. I do feel like cops are pretty universally hated. Well, you'd think. Israel is nothing but a cop. Like, yeah. they are cops. They have the cop mentality. They train our cops. Yeah. Everything they do and say is very cop-like. Yeah. And that's the thing. People are like... You can't you can't criticize Israel that's anti-Semitic. And it's like you don't understand. People don't hate Israel because they're Jewish. Nobody hates Israel because well, I'm sure there are people. There are people. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing that's kind of insane to me is the idea that people are using the Free Palestine movement to launder their anti-Semitism. Right, it's right, like right, right. Nah, for those kind of people, there's there's better ways to do it for them. Yeah, I would have to imagine. <laughs> you know, the white national, the 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 myriad white nationalist right. movements afoot in this country right. or in Europe or wherever. But you would also have to assume that they also hate Muslims, right? It's, well, that's the other point too. It's like, yeah, it's like yeah, they can't disguise that's, themselves. Those are the other Semites that they're anti. You know, right? What I mean? It's not like they're going right. to. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> but to the extent that people do. To the, to the extent you can tell that they're cops just by their memes, their cop, their memes are very copish. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they give a cop energy. Yeah, and uh, that's why I feel like they're pretty unpopular. We would be remiss if we didn't at least acknowledge Sean King getting played by the idea. <laughs> this yeah. man, this man, all he was trying to do, all was he bring the hostages. That's home. all he was trying to do. And now he's got caught. He got he did get caught. He's got caught. He's saying from the river to the sea in one side of his mouth and giving money to the IDF. So oh. what did he do? He gave money to the IDF? The ID, there was IDF guys that made a TikTok and said, Hey Sean King, thank you for the ten thousand dollar donation, brother, and all this wait, stuff. Wait, 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 wait. He gave them ten grand to get hostages that he didn't even get? Is that the point? Was that's, that what I he think did? that's what they're saying. Oh my God! And it's like on he, uh, and Sean King reposted and said, "Can you believe this absolute lie?" Oh my God! And you know it's for that motherfucker. If 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 he did have a hand in that, oh my God, that's insane. Yeah. How do you even set something up like that? I don't even know. Just like, call... like how do you have a mole in both Hamas and the ad? You know what <laughs> I mean? As Sean King, I mean I don't even. Yeah, how do you set it up like IDF? Yo, at IDF, I got ten grand. Do you want it? You want you want it? Yeah. I give you ten grand and two tickets to a cunning linguist show. <laughs> <laughs> what do you buy with ten grand if you're the IDF? That buys you like one missile. Yeah. Hamas. Yeah. Hamas. For you, yeah, I've got <laughs> Did you see that CBS story? That just reminded me. Did you see that CBS story that was like eighty percent of Gazans live in poverty? And yet the Hamas government has assets over $500 million and their military budget is $300 million. And it's like, dude, that is nothing. I guarantee you, like, the NYPD budget is probably, like, 8,000 times that. 
But even if it was well, Los true, Angeles PD's got a billion dollar. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, even if it was true, like America has a budget that a military budget that's like a trillion dollars every year or yeah. something, right? And probably more than that if we really want. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is so bizarre. No, just like man. I just love it though. That just like we we've crunched the numbers and we've got some hard hitting investigatory work. Yeah, you it's believe? interesting. All these people can't have electricity or water, but right. is that Israel's fault? No, that's Hamas. That's Hamas' fault. They've got a three hundred million dollar military, which is like the budget of like probably like the municipal. It's probably like one fourth of the budget of the municipality of like the city of Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> not even you know what i mean yeah. that's nothing in terms of like large scale state actors that is a drop in the bucket yeah that's like when fox news says there was 10 million dollars in uh food stamp fraud last year right. and, and everybody in america is so <laughs> incensed about that but the pentagon losing you know 70 billion dollars in their couch cushions they're like well right. i'm sure it's went to the right yeah line. i'm sure it got to the where it needed yeah. to go yeah i'm sure it got to where it needed to go yeah yeah Damn. Um, Nation of dummies, shitheads, posers, and liars. Mm-hmm. America? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what we are. We are all those things. Yeah. Dummies, shitheads, posers, and liars. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. I'm a dummy. And a shithead. And a poser and a liar. Yeah. All right, well, that probably about covers it for this week. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We encourage you all to go check out our Patreon. Yeah, we encourage you to go give us $5 a month, but first, denounce Hamas. Yeah, so you have to do that first. And then proceed to give us $5 a month. That is a pop-up on our Patreon. Yeah. Before we'll accept your money. You have to answer in the affirmative. <laughs> Just like, but yeah, before we can accept your money. Yeah. It will be like that yeah. soon. The way things are heading, dude, I guarantee you things will be like that. Yeah. Like for us to be able to get our continue to get our fucking podcast out there, SoundCloud and I, Apple iTunes podcast app is going to be like, well, we'll continue. Do you denounce some us? Denounce some us. So <laughs> that's that's we're going to have to answer yeah. that. Yeah. Um. And. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe we'll be able to click off, like click the X thing. Sometimes, you, uh, sometimes maybe, on the, yeah, we can do the paywall, yes. the thirteen foot paywall. Sometimes on the internet, you can just click off without having to answer anything. Like, like a website will come up, like, "Do you accept or reject cookies?" And I'm do like, you "Accept or reject Christ?" <laughs> right now, make your decision. I say X. I don't know yet. I don't know right I now. I don't know right now. I don't know right now. Come back and hit me later. Yeah, I can't accept the cookies right now. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have to think about that. I'm going to have to think about the cookies. I want to X out of it, and we'll we'll circle back to it. Yeah. All right. I thought about it. I want to denounce Hamas and accept the cookies. <laughs> those, are, those are hard choices you're going to have to make. Yeah. So it's something to think about. It's something to think about. Denounce Hamas, accept, accept the cookies. cookies. <laughs> I don't really know what the cookies do. They made something that's... My tr- God, he's, he's denounced the cookies and accepted Hamas. <laughs> this bastard off our platform. <laughs> he denounced cookies. No, no, I fucked up. I fucked up. I'm sorry. It's like one of those things, that, like, are you a bot? <laughs> well, it's like they they make it seem like cookies is a bad thing, but which I don't understand why they give you the choice to accept or reject them. I need you to make a tight square over the Hamas fighter <laughs> to verify that you're a human being. And I need you to draw a huge heart around the flag of Israel. <laughs> Click all the boxes with the Hamas no, fighter. No, he's not a human. 
<laughs> he's not a human. He, he couldn't even draw hard around the, around the flag no, of Israel. People are like, he's a natural fool. You don't understand. No, no, he didn't. He went to Letcher County he School. Was, he's a natural fool. Leave the boy alone. Leave the boy alone. He's simple. He's, he used to put Bibles in his Playboys. He's simple. Look at him. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Renounce cookies. Accept Hamas. No. <laughs> no it's the other way Accept right. the cookies. Except renounce Hamas. Renounce Hamas. Denounce it. You can't renounce Hamas unless you were yeah. a former member. <laughs> you could announce Hamas. Yeah. You, I accept the cookies. I'm going to announce Hamas like you are the MC at a talent yeah, show. Yeah. Like Hamas is doing a talent show. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like Hamas is the blue man group. They could win their way back into American good graces if they were Hezbollah certainly did you see their yeah their new video yeah they had rock and roll they chopped it up to your, crazy re, your uncle rerun is gonna fucking love Hezbollah rerun's gonna go nuts for Hezbollah yeah cause they got fucking Black Sabbath as soon as they come on the scene that's what he likes to say so they came on the scene about 67 <laughs> these Hezbollah guys man they came on the scene yeah, it means the party of God in Arab. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's like okay, Blue Man Group, Hamas, uh, Trans Siberian Orchestra, <laughs> and uh, accept cookies. Accept the cookies and denounce Christ. No, no. God, you, well, what you, do you do with? You're Christ? messing this up. You accept Christ, denounce cookies, announce Hamas. <sighs> You could uh, announce. Like you can't podcast with natural fools. Yeah, that's right. That's true. Damn. All right. Accept Christ. Okay. Denounce Hamas. Denounce Hamas. Table the cookies. Table the cookies for now. <laughs> yeah, okay. table the cookies for now. <laughs> Let me think about that. That's, that's actually the right. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Patreon. That's how we got here. We were trying to play the Patreon. Yeah. com slash Trillbilly. We got actual analysis over there so go listen to the actual analysis rather than whatever the fuck this was that we just did for the last hour yeah i'm sorry about that I, no it's all right it's I, all right i had to show up as my best self today i didn't either we are nothing but simple fools but at least we have the right stance on cookies that's true so um if you want nutrition go over to patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash workers party we have three minutes before you have to get out of here. So, all right. We'll see you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening. Hasta Adios. luego.